Welcome to the Friends and Rivals podcast. Great. I can't wait to listen to afterwards. Let's talk devils and islanders. Let's talk penguins and rangers. But let's not talk about flyers because they're a bunch of fucks, which no one can deny, which no one can deny. Episode 109 of the Friends and Rivals podcast coming at you live in a hot. I'm one of your hosts. Joining me each week are Stephen Wojtowicz, William Thomas Rougier, Nicholas John Larita. Oh, I don't know if I ever knew your middle name. I, I do now. There you go. John. It's very I got to tell you, I don't think the live and hot thing, thing is going to go anywhere anytime no. soon. It's beautiful. It is. <laughs> it's perfect. It is wonderful. It is a wonderful opening. Um, Tom, do you I, know the lineage, though, of what he was going for? No, nor do I care. Okay. Well, I, I mean, oh. I care. It's Nick. I care. Fuck yourself. I care. But, I'm, I mean, but I'm curious. Nope. Next segment. Go. I have to tell you something. I have gone 45 years of my life, 45 plus years, almost 46, um, not eating a hot dog with ketchup on it. Oh, my God. You're an animal. I have to tell you. You've been missing out. It is probably one of my one of my favorite things on earth. But it's not just ketchup. I need the mustard there too. Welcome to the I need the com- I need the combination right. mustard. <laughs> okay. Ketchup. Who's ready what? for a uh, Steve psycho eating story? Oh God, yes. Oh God, We're don't always tease me. ready for this. Don't tease me this Let's time. This time you have Let's to go it. through with it, please. When <laughs> Steve gets two hot dogs at a barbecue. At a ball game, at a sporting event, going skiing. I got just it. just for dinner at, on any random night. Wait, wait, wait! I I need to fully laugh at what Billy said because <laughs> <laughs> we we never going stop skiing? to do this because we always just go right over jokes. <laughs> that was quality. Okay, you can proceed now. Oh. One oh, hot shit. dog gets ketchup along the entire length of the hot dog. The other hot dog gets ketchup along the entire length of the hot dog and mustard on half. I gotta say, can can you start illustrating these? Because this is that would be so great. We need somebody who does like cartoons yeah. for our for sure dialogue. I don't What's Coke Logic doing? <laughs> <laughs> or like drunk history or something? <laughs> <That would be. laughs> oh god! I'm okay. sure. Anyway, so. Is this just like lube so it goes down your so you can deep throat it a little bit further? <laughs> no. So just ends up being a taste preference or, or, or just like... you know, I like it, but I don't like it on the whole hot dog. Okay. All right. I like it for a couple of bites, and then I'm like, nah, that's okay. I don't need it on the whole thing. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. All right. Well, I guess around the horn. This let's finish this up. What else? What do you guys do for hot wow. dogs? Me too. Billy likes oh. raw onion on his. Oh, I do. Raw white onion. Uh, and if not that, then relish. Yeah, I, I, I go in for that for that shit. I like, I like, I like some chili on there, too. I, I, I ain't nobody above a chili dog. I mean, I could do chili. It's available. Hell yeah. But you got to put them. All right. But my aunt, my aunt Sharon. Um, Tell me she only put chili on half of it. No, she's not that fucking psychotic. Um, she taught me. <laughs> 
how to eat a hot dog by putting mustard on it, then coleslaw and baked beans. When I tell mm. you that this is a fucking delicacy, it is absolutely delicious. That sounds good. Uh, I could I could go in for that. Oh, man, I, for I'm that. all fired up. I want one right now. Mm. I'm a simple man. I go I go deli mustard, sauerkraut. That's it. Does it matter if do your toppings differ if it's a grill, you know, a, a hot dog on the grill versus a boiled hot dog? No, nah. dirty word dog is the same. I mean, to me, it doesn't matter. You still do your chili and your relish or your, uh, you know. If I'm on a New York City street corner, yeah, I'm getting, well, now I would get ketchup on it as well. But I am I would get sauerkraut mustard. That's And, you'd, and you'd get 20 bucks from me for some favors, but... <laughs> I'm laughing. There you go. <laughs> Wasn't as good to skein one, but it's still good nonetheless. Uh, I shouldn't set the bar high early in the show. <laughs> well, so early in the show. My goodness gracious. But uh, I, you know, I we played golf on on Sunday, and um, the hot dog had a little grill burnt marks on it. It was uh, it was fantastic. It was it was wonderful. It wasn't like flat top grill. It was like flame grilled it was good mm. i enjoyed it but i, I like i, I, I kind of like the dirty water i like i like a boiled hot dog and, and by we played golf on sunday he means himself and and none of the three of us no, no. so i don't know why you use the the we well I, I played with two other people that i know but but they're not here no so the use of the word we probably a little out of place here i would that be more yeah that's, be better that's for what you? you should have said so sorry so terribly sorry but yeah i just uh, i was thinking about that and i wanted to let you know that um well, i enjoy i'm enjoying the ketchup on a hot dog thing. when when i make the the mini hot dogs in the crescent rolls you never dip them in ketchup before no i called you a uh fucking psychopath and now you will dip them in ketchup oh absolutely Wait, so, so you, you not only didn't have ketchup on your hot dogs, you actually were judging people who had ketchup on their hot dogs? Oh, he judges, oh, he judges everybody no matter what, absolutely. whatever they do that doesn't If you go don't eat like world. me, you're weird. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, it's very simple. I'm going to go think about that over a box of raw Pop-Tarts. Oh. Oh. Why, why do you got to be so hurtful? Why do you got to be so fucking hurtful? We're off to a wonderful start, and now you just got to be hurtful. He laughed. John Butchergrass agreed with me. He uh. laughed at two of your jokes, <laughs> yeah. and now you're going against him. You're a psychotic. Yeah. God damn it. But I, I have been eating cereal the past two days for breakfast, which I did not write down. But every time I looked at the bowl and said, can I drink the milk? Not, not a fucking chance. There's just not a fucking chance that I'm drinking the milk first. Your man was right. right about ketchup on a hot dog. Maybe he's right about drinking the milk first. No. Okay. No. No. Okay. Said no one ever. We'll see. All right. Let's get into uh, some topics here. Uh, so do you think nope. that maybe there is a bias in the NHL with certain players getting certain calls on the ice? Duh. Yes. <laughs> All right. Now, wait, let me take Next that one topic. step forward. Let me take that one step forward and ask Bill a question. Do you think in every sport, the superstars get calls that everybody else doesn't? Uh, that's a good point. Yeah, I think I think that is that does carry over uh, outside of uh, just hockey. Yeah, you could certainly look at like a Tom Brady or a 
or or you know like a a veteran baseball player versus a rookie you know they'll they'll certainly see different ball and strike calls things like that yeah yeah for sure and nick well, was- do you think do you think the same applies for uh professional disc golf like the veterans <laughs> Wait, is there penalties in, in disc golf uh there was actually a whole a whole thing last uh last there season. was a whole to do yeah one of the the vets uh he uh he had a he got called for taking too much time on a shot and uh he got up into the the guy's face, the the judge who called it on him, and uh, bumped him, and like you know, started yelling at him, and then he got thrown off, and he got uh, off the course, and he was he was basically um, on suspension for the rest of the year. His play started playing. He got back on this year, which means he yeah. just he just had to leave the woods and go to where his car was parked. <laughs> I I didn't I realize mean, that. Sure, I didn't realize that Eddie Alts played the uh, disc golf. <laughs> <laughs> Now, the guy's name is Nico LaCastro. He, uh, he, that's a le- legit thing. He was, uh, in a, well, I think, I think it was, I forgot which tournament it was, but he got, um, yeah, it was a big thing. I actually saw him in, uh, South Carolina play, and I, I have a video where he threw, uh, 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 Albatross, which you guys know from golf. Yep. Um, so he threw that. I, I have it on, on my, 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 uh, my phone. I was taking it, which was great. And it was a huge, big shot, probably the biggest shot of the, the whole tournament. And of course, as soon as it hit it, I like stopped it, like ah. And I didn't get any of the celebration of running around like a maniac. Oh. Like you could find it online, no problem. But I was like, Fucking it was just like amateur. my finger was like ah, you know. And I like jumped and ran and yelled and you know, like it was really cool. But if you want camera advice, Steve is uh, Steve. Steve knows his oh, way Steve, around the camera. If I showed him the, if I sent him the video, I will send him the video after this. He'll he'll be go watch it and go like you fucking idiot. I'll be excited and then very annoyed that you stopped it. Yeah. <laughs> when we were at the uh when we were at the the Michigan tournament game against Penn State and it went to overtime, I got the overtime goal video and then I kept the the video going because that's what normal people do. But everybody around me wanted to high five. So it was all very shaky after the goal went in. <laughs> it, it typically it typically is. Well, yeah. this one, um and this one, I mean the, I want to call this a shitty call of the week. I think we're gonna get a little twofer on this we on were, this segment. We, so um two for Tuesday. I mean, come on, it is it wow. is Tuesday. Going going deep into the vault to bring this segment back. Yeah, so so let's um let's take a gander at uh, what happened in the Boston Pittsburgh game. Three two Boston at this point, uh seven and a half minutes left in the third period, and away we go. And they gave Boston everything it could handle. A couple of nights ago at the TD Garden. Score! Gensel from the slot. Put it behind a surprise Swayman for the third time. Due, due to shitty uh, Wi-Fi time. transmission. Pittsburgh has tied the game. Zoom. Is it bad? You might have to see a replay or two. Uh, come on. Two games in a row. Uh, this Wi-Fi is terrible. Come on, Spectrum. Get your shit together. A Spectrum. Assist More like rectum. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway, Sidney Crosby was turning around to, I guess, wait for a deflection. And as he was doing that, his stick blade went across the face of Boston goaltender. Was it Swayman? Was yeah. in net. Um, and they did they end up challenging they end up challenging it or was it just a review from the refs right off the bat? 
I couldn't tell you how, yeah, I how remember the challenge either. came about. No, no. Um, but I do know that they, that they reviewed it. Yep. But it's contact to the goaltender while the goaltender's in the crease on a goal scored. We have seen goals disallowed for much less. I have bitched and moaned about this all season long. Um, and to the fact of the Rangers player touching the skate with his skate of the goaltender and they disallowed the goal. This is a stick to the face inadvertently understood, but you're still ultimately responsible. What Jim Montgomery is saying is because it was Crosby, the goal was allowed to count. Do you think if anybody, if any other player was on the crease other than Sidney Crosby, would that goal have been taken off or disallowed as they say? I I don't think so. I feel like the second half of the rule is, and the contact prevented the goalie from making the save. So in the Rangers case, they clip skates and that prevents the goalie from being able to move. I mean, that's, I wish I had that that could, I'm not saying that's up. what happened, but I'm just saying that that's what the argument could be. Well, you don't think Sidney Crosby's stick blade to the face prevented Swayman from seeing the puck? No. He didn't. No, it's it, not like he held the stick in front of his face a la, you know, Sean Avery. And it wasn't a whack to the head. Last game, it was to Jason Zucker. Hold on. This time, he lays it on the tee to Gensel. Swayman doesn't pick it up because it was already in the net. Yeah, but Crosby stick was already in the net. It's already in the net. He wasn't making that save. He could have had a hundred tries to make that save. He wasn't making that save. And here's here's another here's another angle. Not another video angle, but. Another point of view to this is is that you know when when there's an offensive player that gets pushed into a goaltender by the defensive player, they will somehow sometimes you know say okay that that was really on the defender and they allow the goal. So Crosby wasn't whacking him with a stick. I mean he, he he was turning around and really I think his stick got pushed more by the defenseman than even the uh, than than even just Crosby like hitting him with it. Yeah, but it's still the the fact of Crosby's stick hit Swayman's mask while Swayman was in the goal crease and the puck was not in the net. That should not have been a goal based on fucking clanking skates in the past. Come on. Well, we, we and and if, it, if, okay. So if it's not a biased call, then, then we go back to our argument that we've been having for the past three years. Maybe it's not an argument, but the refs and the NHL are completely incompetent when it comes yes. to any call on the ice. There's in period there's blatant end. inconsistencies. Yes. Yeah, there's a uh, sure. Yeah. Giant, giant amount. And I also don't think that it that it was because it was Crosby. I don't, you know, I I and I, I was the one I was the first one to to say, of course, you know, players get different call different things called for them based on whether they're a superstar or just any any old player. Um, I completely agree with that. But I don't think in this case it was because it was Crosby. I think anybody standing there, I I, I believe would have been a consistent Tom, Tom Wilson on the crease. That's a penalty. I, I will, I will say thousand percent Tom Wilson on the crease. That's a penalty, but, but I feel like to Tom's point, it almost works backwards. Depending upon your reputation is whether you're going to be called for that. Not necessarily that you're a superstar in the league, but if you've had incidences where you've been suspended or you've, you've made this inappropriate contact with opponents before, that's when they're going to make that call against you. If Ovechkin's on the crease, is is, is it is the goal it, taken away? It's a no, no, it's a goal. 
You think it's a goal? There's about 10 players in the league that have this bad reputation. I think Marshawn on the crease, that's not a goal. Uh, well, then maybe. that's a bias then. Maybe. That's Boston. Boston, they're like, eh, that's a goal. Nope. Nobody has denied the fact that, again, there is a bias. Certain players get calls and certain players get calls that go against them too. Yeah. No, I, I agree with that. Panarin has, has gotten some really soft calls to him. Uh, no, he didn't do them. They were against him and the, he just either fell down and, and there were really soft calls and he got the benefit of the doubt because he's a superstar Rangers were playing Columbus a couple of weeks ago and Goudreau, Johnny, Johnny hockey fell down and boom, it was a penalty and, and it was a really soft fucking call. Yeah. So I think there is a bias in general with superstars getting the benefit of the doubt when it comes to trips, hooks, anything like that. But if clanking skates is a fucking no goal and goaltender so, interference, then your stick to the face has to be. We should all know that anything Tom brings up is just a point to make a point about the Rangers. Exactly. It has nothing to do with Crosby, <laughs> this whole conversation. That you he just really, bullshit. He really wants two that. weeks prior to no, it's bullshit. <laughs> two weeks prior to that, the devil's got called for the same fucking thing. So it's not just about Tom and the Rangers. My argument is about my team. All yes, because I watch them more the often than you're fucking bringing this team. up. You just now brought up the Devils because I called you out on it. Right, because I'm talking about I, – I would obviously use my team as the example. Why would I use your team as the example? Because you could have said it's there are been multiple just examples idiotic. of it. Here are two. I don't need two. I only need one. Anyway, there is a bias, and listen, it, it's not the first time Sidney Crosby has got the benefit of a call. Uh, no question. We've watched him long enough in this league. But when Gretzky was around – he got plenty of fucking calls. There was a Gretzky rule. There's not like a Crosby rule. There's a, there was a fucking Gretzky rule. So listen, there, there is a bias. Jim Montgomery, you can sit and bitch and moan and complain about it. I actually hope the Penguins now play you in the first round and Crosby fucking beat you on a power play. Yeah, we all hope that, but that's silly. That would be, that would be wonderful. That would be wonderful. Speaking of playoffs. Um, playoffs? Playoffs? Don't talk about Playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs? <laughs> All right, you guys. <laughs> listen, I still have faith and I believe in your teams, right? Right, right, right Just right, remember, right. you have to finish yeah. in a certain order, right? <clears throat> Make sure you do that. Um, going into the playoffs, what do you think your top weakness is that you should you need really taken care of in the next two weeks? Nick, start with you. Where do I begin? Oh my God. <laughs> Next two weeks. I mean, Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's difficult to say a specific thing. I mean, it, first of all, getting healthy Brazil would be amazing. But I mean, supposedly started skating. I mean, I haven't seen a confirmed sighting or report. report. It was, I think, a couple of days ago. Lou it's always before the practice that they skate to by themselves. Lou, yeah, Lou said uh, that he uh, he's going to start in a day or two. Wasn't sure. So by today, he should be skating. Now, by himself is one thing, right? And if it was a, a knee injury, so of something that didn't require surgery. So therefore, you know, whatever whatever he did is, uh, you know, it's he needs this. He needs to skate. He needs to be able to have the speed and everything. So I, who knows? I don't have faith that he's coming back before the end of the season. I think they're going to say, it as, you know, slow roll him as much as they can and just to delay as much as he can get, time he can get to try and get him back to, uh, you know, being able to skate without any any repercussions, right? So that's one. 
two, uh, defense has got to stop sucking. Yeah, got to stop. It's uh, it's it's pretty bad. That's been the biggest weakness. Lane Lane Lambert, you know, I, the team is just uh, not defensively there. It, there's a lot of gaffes. I mean, you can see, you know, outside Pellick and um, Mayfield defensively, I think he played well this year, but you know, Pulak and Dobson have definitely been noticeably worse defensively this year as a whole. And I'm not saying that they're bad players, just that, you know, the, the system they were in was just really working for them. And, and Dobbs especially has definitely had a, um, a tough year. Um, and he hasn't, he hasn't, it's not that he, and he's a young kid. It's not like he's not going to get better. I don't see that as a problem. I think he's just had a tough year. Some guys just run through that, especially new systems, not designed well for them and their skill set. So um, that's number two. Uh, and number three is, you know, I don't know. It's just, I would say, you know, Lambert makes some better uh, decisions with personnel, but he's done as much as he can. He's really done a lot of um, mixing up the lines as best he can. But, um, you know, it's it didn't Lou did not get him a defense another defenseman, so they're kind of stuck with uh, what they got. I kind of wish they got Gossespierre. I, I think I said it on, during the one of our you know pre trade deadlines like hey he's probably gonna be cheap and we need a freaking defenseman on the power play and he can't be that bad and he's playing well now for carolina so you know go fuck us right um <laughs> but anyway uh those are the things i mean the isles are they're gonna get bounced very quickly I mean, if they don't just get the defense and uh settled and get barzy um you know back because the the only, we only have one scoring line right now that's the the Brock Nelson, Palmieri, Engvall line is playing really well, but Horvat is is struggling really hard without without um without Barzi on the wing, and that just you know cascades down. That means everyone else has a harder time scoring, or just you know not getting that they're not getting that uh, you know uh, push, I guess. Uh, and Sorokin can only do so much. I mean, they can't let him. They they've basically been pushing him to play as much as possible before the playoff run. I think that's been intentional just to see if he can handle it, the extra, the extra games. And now he's going to be the guy. So, I mean, that's it. We'll see. Uh, Billy, let me guess goaltending. Oh, sharp guess. Really good guess. Um, yeah. The one thing that Nick's team doesn't really need is the one thing that the Penguins <laughs> could probably use the most is, uh, you know, I won't, I won't go into the goaltending thing for the 85th time about how they, they missed their chance there. But um, the, at this point, uh, with the goaltending, it is uh, it's this is De Smith's team. I, I don't know. This is not Jari's team anymore. Jari's on his way out of town. He's he's in his last handful of games anyway. He slice it, uh, whether he's starting or not. Uh, De Smith has played better the more work he's gotten. He's not good enough to be a, a starter in the NHL, but he's been better than Jari. Uh, so for the last few days of this playoff push, uh, they really should be leaning on De Smith instead of uh, turning to Jari. Um, and um, and yeah, sixty minute they got to play a sixty minute game. The the last four games of the season have to be sixty minute games, which they've not done all year. So I, I don't see any reason to expect it now. But if they're going to make the playoffs, that that it adds at a minimum what they have to do because they're not going to win out no matter what. They've got winnable games coming, but they are not going to win out. They they but they gotta they gotta fight for those points and get six seven points in their in their final four games. Um, then that's it. Yeah, that 
not not much else to say. It's got to be effort, and and uh, and it's got to be the Smiths team. Uh, for the listen for the Rangers, I I couldn't agree with you more about that. Play sixty minutes. The, the Rangers got to play a sixty minute game. Um, that's going to be pretty much the theme of of their week and and the games that they played this week. When they show effort and they play hard, they're a dangerous team. Um, when they come out and go through the motions and play like it's a fucking uh, a, a Saturday afternoon game in Philadelphia, they ain't going to do shit. Um, I'm just using the Phillies just or the Flyers just so I can say fuck, fuck the Flyers. Fuck the Flyers. Um, <clears throat> but that's one thing that they have to do better is come out and start playing in the first fucking period. There are three periods in a hockey game. Play off what? fucking three. When the hell did this happen? When the hell did this happen? <laughs> exactly. The one weakness that the Devils, the, the top weakness, I would say, and I don't think they're going to solve this in the next two weeks, but it's just playoff experience again, you know, playing a series against a t- another top team in the league. And that's not something you can get in the last two weeks. Um, in terms of the anything they can do in the next two weeks, finalize the lines. Get, get a nice, consistent rotation. I understand they're going to fluctuate a little bit, but at least start with a nice, consistent set of lines each game. And watching definitely Vanacek get back into the groove and hopefully Blackwood get a game or two uh, down the stretch here where he can regain some confidence just in case he's going to be called upon when the playoffs start. It's Vanacek's net. But in case he's got to get in there, it would it would be nice to see him come in off of some good games, except, you know, unlike how he's been playing. All right. That's an excellent way to uh, segue right into Ride the Metro. Sponsored by Rich Wholesome Nestle Quick. Hello, boys and girls. Do you hate the taste of regular milk and need energy? Try Nestle Quick. One sip and you can feel the energy in your muscles. Nestle Quick, now available in chocolate and strawberry. They say the real men drink pink. Then I'm a real man for sure. But if you like the brown, I still love you for who you are. Because it's time for acceptance of everyone or preference. We're all quick on the inside anyway. Nestle Quick, it does the trick. Uh, mm. Nick, we'll start with the uh, with the Icelanders. Well, I already talked about uh, their woes a little bit. Um, this week, uh, we had a pretty much a good start to the week. 2-1 win, a shootout win. First of the season for the Isles, uh, one for six now. I think they are. <laughs> uh, really? In, in shootout win, it was yeah, their first. first it was their first shootout win. Holy crap! They're terrible, terrible at shootouts. Um, one for fifteen. One for fifteen shooting in shootouts before that game. Yeah, it was one terrible. out of fifteen. Yeah, terrible, unbelievable. I think any one of us could have probably scored one out of fifteen on a <laughs> well, uh, I feel on. like hold on. I feel like that's a possibility. <laughs> Only if Billy wound up with a slap shot. Listen, you could do anything. One out of 15. I think it's a possibility. Better chance than fucking Isles had. 
Uh, all right, so shootout win against Washington. Big win. We needed it. It kind of gave us a little buffer of, you know, being able to control the destiny for the playoffs. And um, it looked like uh, this is going to be a great week. Um, it's going to be a tough week, obviously, with the next couple games um, coming up with Tampa and Carolina right behind them. Um, but in the game, Engvall had another goal in the game. And, damn, that guy's got some speed. He's um, he's a legit interesting player because he's really tall he's like six three or four skates fast as hell not physical at all though absolutely not physical but he's, and he can shoot so really interesting I, I could see why toronto was like maybe just weren't sure to do with him i don't really i i really couldn't i watching him play it's like hard to understand how he you know does i get guess get uh you know get the puck out and do certain things because he's not really grinding the puck out, doing things like Isles do, but just somehow he's just immense with the puck and, you know, getting the right place, right time and scoring goals. He's been, he's been really good for the Isles. Um, I thought he would just be a kind of a, someone who would sit in and, you know, kind of be that like just there for Barzal being out, but Hey, he's been pretty good. I think we got to resign him now after watching him play this time. He's played super well with Nelson and Palmieri. That's been our best line. By far, they've generated a ton of chances the last few games. Um, uh, moving on into the Tampa game uh, at Tampa, this was this was like I figured, hey man, this is the turning point. If you win this game, might might be a pretty much a, a lock to get in the playoffs, and uh, did not happen. Uh, five nothing shutout loss to Tampa uh, in a game where we had 38 shots on goal and didn't get one pass. Baselowski guy is so underrated. Um, Tampa had some yep, early... so 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 <laughs> underrated. I love it. Tampa, Tampa, Tampa Nine had... of a thousand callbacks. <laughs> that is a callback and a half. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Tampa had a, a early deflection goal, it's you know, broke up in the scoring. Um, they had a, a breakaway goal, which you know, you're like, fuck, man, get a breakaway, a defensive breakdown, just you know, got up and got in, in the cut in front. Easy, easy peasy, one, two shot goal. And then another deflection. I think it was on like the third or fourth goal is another deflection goal. And they find, I think it was the fourth one, the Stamkos goal. And um, they pulled Sorokin after that. But I mean, aside from having, you know, looking like it was was four, nothing. I mean, three of those goals happened very quickly in the second period. And up at that point, it wasn't, you know, I was weren't getting completely dominated or anything like that. Um, So, it's a weird, it's a weird game. I mean, just un, un, unfortunate. They would lose that game five nothing, like I said, and um, that's pretty much it. Dominated on faceoffs, but the hits were thirty six to thirty five in, in the game, and this was a very physical game. So, just Isles got everything that like they would want out of it. A lot of hits, a lot of shots on net, and no goals, and five against. Uh, just not what you wanted. So not great. And then they went oh. Uh, back over to Carolina the next uh, was the next day. Yeah, is that that's I think pretty pretty sure it was a next day game, right? Wasn't it? Tampa first, yeah, yeah. But back to back, so they so they drove up to flew up to Carolina. Um, couldn't end up going to that game, so that was uh on the cards. But uh, the uh, but the Canes uh, early on the guy the Isles had a early goal with um Pajot scoring that on a on a nice pass from Engvall. Another another time on the spread on the uh, on the score sheet, and then um, they try to, to just sit on a goal, you know, and have uh, 
Soroka can win the win the game for them. But uh didn't work out. Didn't work out, sorry. <laughs> I was looking at the game. Uh didn't work out and uh eventually Hurricane scored a goal in the second period. And then uh, a really nice goal on a two on one, just absolute snipe by um Marnook. And uh, they got the lead in third. And, and to be honest, the Isles just really were outplayed most, almost the entire game, it felt like. They just did not look to be in the in the building. I don't know if it was because it was the second night in a row after a game they just were a very physical game against Tampa and then having to go against a very fast, very good team in Carolina. But it, it wasn't until it was 2-1, five minutes left. They got a penalty. Uh, Carolina gets a penalty with, I think, about four minutes left in the game. And... Um, Lambert doesn't pull the goalie. Well, that's it just be a regular power play. They need this goal. And uh, that was it. They just, the uh, power play didn't get much, much offense. They pulled the guy, um, didn't, didn't end up scoring, obviously. And uh, that's the end of the game. So now, uh, with that said, the Isles are basically four games left. Um, after it looks like yeah, Florida just ended their game. So it's going to be a bit tight. Uh, with uh, even with Pittsburgh losing on the down point, uh, I think Florida hops over Pittsburgh tonight. And it's over both outside. of you. Hops yeah, over both of you. Yeah, I think they yeah they have the extra so wins, so they're going to be they yeah, forty wins. They, yeah, they have the extra regulation so, or win. Rather. So that's yeah, so that's not great for the Isles, obviously, and Penguins. I mean, who's going to back into the playoffs is really the question. I feel like which one of our two teams. I don't, I don't know if we're gonna end up uh both getting at this point but uh it's it's gonna be tough and they have uh tampa at home on thursday uh which is hey we had a couple nights off and now maybe is the time that they get get some revenge against uh tampa from that uh this past week um and then they have philly at home fuck the flyers washington, washington fuck on Mon- the flyers at washington on monday and then finishing out the season on wednesday against montreal at home so the Philly, Washington, Montreal games, they are winnable games, very winnable games. And, you know, l- listen, l- Philly, Washington, Montreal, seven, eight, nine in, they're like the th- three of the ba- three of the bottom four in the East. So, I mean, you got to win those games. And, you know, the Tampa game obviously is going to be a tough game, um, but uh, you might have to win three out of four games to make it at this point. Who knows? I'm not really sure. Depends on Pittsburgh and Florida do, obviously, now. Um, but it's a it's no longer a slam dunk for the Isles. Uh, and then lastly, Barzal, like I said, skating possibly, but I don't expect him back unless they make the playoffs. Um, and Walsham is, is done for the year, so that's the whole injury report. Everyone else is is playing. They're, they're upright. And probably, if, you know, everyone's got injuries at this time of the year, but um, they're all making it through. So them's the, them's the breaks. Billy Penguins. Penguins. Well, um, as as you heard Nick discussing, there's there's a very much a, a major uh, dogfight going on now. Looks like you know Florida, Pittsburgh, and and the Islanders are going to define those last two spots. Buffalo still got that outside chance if if a couple teams really fall off, but uh, looks like it's going to be you know those three teams for two spots. And um, yeah, I, I to me it looks like Florida is the only team that really wants it right now. So I, I kind of get the feeling that 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 they're going to surge in, uh, and then it's going to be uh, either the the Penguins or the 
Islanders kind of stumbling and bumbling their way in. Um, so the the Penguins this week, like pretty much every week that's been the last several weeks, like won a couple, lost a couple. Um, they uh, they they started the week losing to uh, Detroit. Uh, well, last Tuesday, um, and uh, that was a really ugly game, ugly loss in Detroit. Uh, another game where Jari gave up a lot of goals early, got pulled. To Smith came in, they battled back, they they got close, they tied it. Uh, but they ultimately did not, you know, they just didn't really show up for the third period. And, uh, and that was that. And it was a seven to four loss. Not a, not a good one when you're, you know, trying to fight for every point. It, it, a win there would have had them to this day still, you know, sitting there with destiny in their own hands, but, but they lost it. And now they're, now they're trailing and, and now they got to be scoreboard watching um, uh, the rest of the way. Um, they, they, Play the next game they played uh, was a strong game against Nashville. They won two to nothing. It was actually a very good uh, game that that they all played. That uh, they actually deserved to, to score even more than the the two goals. Um, you know, Saros played really well against them, uh, but uh, it, that was one of their better, almost a sixty minute effort, like like I was talking about before. Um, but then they had Boston coming in, and that you know I had that circled on the calendar there was a loss um which i talked about last week I, I i knew that game was going to be a loss um they did you know as we covered earlier in the show they tied it uh in the third period but they could not get a point even a point out of that game they lost that one in regulation um and then they played the the flyers the following day um fuck the flyers and fuck the flyers they, uh, fuck the flyers Got off to a strong start there. They they were leading three nothing going into the third period. Um and uh and you know I I mentioned you know I sent a text out to you guys place your bets on the Flyers now that they're going in the third period. Um and and you know Tom assured me how how easy it would be to close out. The assured Flyers. you. And you know a win's a win. But uh boy they they really played with fire in that third period. They really could have lost that game. It it was not the kind of put away effort you would want to see when they're when they needed those points so badly um the flyers were within one uh about halfway through the period malkin got kicked out of the game uh because after taking maybe three or four minors uh minor penalties in the game um he got hit in the face with a with a stick that should have been called and and so he went ballistic on the ref uh for for not getting a call after all the times he was called uh and got thrown out of the game and you know it just i the refs obviously everybody knows the refs suck. Malkin knows it better than anybody who's been in the league for how long, dude. You can't. I, you you got the playoffs on the line. You can't get yourself thrown out of a game that you need that badly. Like, did it hurt the Penguins? Probably not. You know, I, I don't like Malkin defensively anyway, and they were protecting a lead. You know, kind of good riddance. Get go ahead, get get thrown out of the game. But at the same time, you shouldn't have the mentality that it's okay to get thrown out of the game. That was really fucked up uh, on his part, and and uh, he he should not have. Uh, he, he should have, you know, been there for his team down the stretch. That was really disappointing. Um, but they did win that game, and then they went to New Jersey tonight, and that was another one where I, you know, chalk it up. They're, the the Penguins are now 0-11 against their three potential uh, um, opponents if they were to make the playoffs. Uh, they're, they're, they've 0-11 against those three teams. So, uh, really, at this point, you know, I kind of don't care if they make the playoffs or not. It's it's the difference between the number 16 and the number 17. Do I really care that they made it 17 years in a row instead of 16? They're not, there's zero chance of them going anywhere. Um, so at this point, you know, make it, don't make it. What what does it mean to me? You're, you're 
you, you it's probably just going to save me the time of having to watch him get knocked around by uh, by somebody in the first round. So uh, screw him. That's that's what's going on in Pittsburgh. Uh, the uh, Panthers' last four games, if you want to know, uh, Thursday at home versus Ottawa, Saturday evening at Washington, uh, home Monday against Toronto, and home Thursday against Carolina. So on paper, they got a tough end of their schedule for sure. As for the Rangers, they're pretty much locked into that the seating where they are third in the Metro, they're going to, they're not moving from there. They did have an opportunity to, to try and move that needle, but you, you have a, a big game versus the New Jersey devils on Thursday. It was talked about being a big game. The players knew it was a big game. The coaches talked about how big the game was. You show up at the game and you don't barely even play the fucking first period. You barely even show the fuck up for the entire game. Uh, there were spurts during that during the course of the game, but as as a fan for the Rangers, pissed off that they didn't even fucking show up. Look, I know they played hard and they played to their abilities, all that bullshit, but the litmus test, they didn't pass it. N- not even fucking close for that caliber of a game. They didn't even pass it. Then the next night in Buffalo, not even to show up to the fucking Buffalo game and have fucking Eugene Levy, he might as well have shut you out. You look, you, you get a point by, by going to overtime with some lucky bounces. And, you know, he didn't know how to fucking play the pucks so well. But those two games are really fucking troubling. Coming, coming down the stretch, look, they, they lock up a playoff spot. They're, they locked up their position in the playoffs. It could have been better. They could have maybe pushed a little bit more harder for, for home ice in the first round. But I got to tell you, this is, this is fucking troubling. Not to show up for these two fucking games on a back-to-back in New Jersey and in Buffalo. Man, it's real, real disheartening. And I'm sure that they got an earful from, from Gallant and, and even Drury for that matter. And they they play a game Sunday afternoon against the Washington Capitals, and they finally play a complete sixty minute game. Too little, too fucking late, in my opinion. Um, it was just it's it's just frustrating this year um, when they when they don't show up for periods when they skate hard in some point in these games. Like it took them five minutes in to the second period of the New Jersey game to start really playing, have a, have a good shift. And, you know, versus Buffalo, I, I don't know that they had a, a real good shift in the game, period. And, and But against Washington, they came out, and, and maybe those games, and that Washington game is what made them turn the corner. Um, but another off day on Monday. Um, they, they went resume practice today. It looks like Lindgren's going to finally get into some games here. Um, hopefully he doesn't have any more setbacks like he did the last time. And uh, we can have a full, a full roster and go play these last remaining five games where you have three of the last five are on home, home ice uh, Wednesday home against the Tampa Bay lightning um, Thursday evening at St. Louis, first time out of the Eastern time zone in two months. 
Um, then Columbus on, at Columbus on Saturday um, before, uh, before finishing out next week. But these are three winnable games. The question mark is the, is the Tampa Bay Lightning. Um, Tarasenko is going to have a, a pretty big night going back to St. Louis with going back to face his old team. And then, you know, you got Columbus who's battling for that last position. So there are plenty of points out there. There's plenty of opportunity to play a full consistent game and not get injured. Um, I mean, I think that's, that's what all of our teams, the mantra should be from here on out is make sure for one, you stay healthy. Um, but you have, you have opportunity in front of you to go and really fix your game and get into a groove and go into the playoffs hot. Here's your chance. Go fucking do it. Steve devils. I'll probably spend a little bit more time talking about the, the game between the two of our teams since my team won. Cause you only showed up. Um, it was a huge win and it's not debatable. The, uh, the goal against was kind of a fluky goal where it was a clearing attempt that bounced off a couple players and landed on a ranger stick right in front. Other than that, uh, VTech stopped 24 of 25 for his 30th win of the season. Uh, the defense played very well. There was a huge save by Ryan Graves on a puck that was trickling into the net at the end there. How uh, does Tarasenko go to fucking lift his stick as opposed to just swiping just at the smash puck and, and yeah, putting it in? Yeah, you got to slap at the puck there. It's unfucking believable yeah. these guys. Um, Meyer, it was nice to see him score a goal in his first game of the Hudson River rivalry. Um, like I said, very strong defensive effort. Hamilton looked great again. Um, two interesting little points here. It was the first time since 2002, 2003 that the Devils finished the regular season without a regulation loss to the Rangers. And it was the third game between the two where one of the teams went up to nothing. In the other two games, in the previous two games, the team that went up by two wound up losing. So this is the first one that the team that went up by two wound up winning. They followed that up with a game in Chicago, a 6-3 win, which oddly didn't feel like a 6-3 win. It didn't, you know, usually when you win 6-3, you have a, an air of confidence about the way your team played. It, they didn't look that as strong as 6-3 would indicate. It's, I think Chicago is just that bad. Blackwood only faced 17 shots, and he let up three goals. So let that speak for itself. Um that was Saturday. On Sunday, they traveled to Winnipeg and uh, just burned the tape. We're not even going to talk about that game. They lost 6-1. to one. Um, The only thing we can say about that game is they did wind up scoring in the last seconds of the game to maintain their streak of not being shut out all season. They're one of only two teams in the NHL that haven't been shut out yet. Toronto's the other one. And that brings us to tonight's game against Pittsburgh. Uh, it was a full 60-minute effort. Dawson Mercer got the hat trick, first of his career. And uh, I'll finish my segment up with the uh, useless stat of the week. The Devils are 31-6-3 with Nathan Bastion in the lineup. They're 18-14-5 without him. Doesn't really matter. He's not a high-profile player. I really don't know why it's that that much difference between the two but uh, i just thought that was interesting and useless nonetheless this week uh thursday versus columbus at home saturday eight o'clock abc versus boston in boston shocking it, you guys get a primetime game is huh? it is it is it maybe 
Wow. A look at what could be the Eastern Conference final? Could be. We shall see. And now it's time for Trivia with Bill. Yuck. Now this is the wrong bell. Which NHL team once drafted a player that didn't exist? The San Antonio Iguanas. That was not an NHL team. You sure? Yes. Sure. Never? Positive. San Antonio has never had a team in the NHL. I've checked. What, the Rangers out. drafted a player who died. Does that count? Uh, I think I think no, he existed he, at he one existed point. He existed at the time that they drafted yeah. him. They, and I mean, Yager killed them. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Was, was the was wow. it Len Bias? Who was the player? Cherapanov. Yeah. I'm sorry. Can you re- repeat the question? All right. Which All right, NHL please. team once drafted a player that didn't exist? I'm going to say. Seattle Kraken. Uh, no, to uh, I think everybody, I think uh, I heard the 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 California Canucks or something. I don't know. Golden no, Seals. The Golden Seals. The Golden Seals and the yeah. Before Kraken. some idiot stepped on them. No, that's a no and a no. No. I'm gonna say the Philadelphia Flyers, and they were Fuck dumb the enough to draft gritty. Fuck the Flyers. <laughs> no, sir. No, oh, wasn't that the Flyers? At least I picked an NHL team. Proud to say this wasn't. The New York Islanders. <laughs> Not the New York Islanders, no. All the Islanders draft picks it totally existed. I'm hoping it wasn't the Devils. Not the Devils. <laughs> like, God. it wasn't the Devils? <laughs> it was the Hartford Whalers. The Whale. Not the Whalers, no. no. Although they would have, you know, traded them <laughs> if it was any good. you got to think it was a team trying to make some sort of a gimmick pick, right? Uh, it was something <laughs> like that. It was something like that. I mean, if it wasn't the Isles, I mean, Milbury couldn't have fucked it up and been like, Mickey Mouse, you know, something stupid. And, you know, he actually believed it would happen, you know. Uh, Don't bring up Mickey Mouse to Steve. He's he's still <laughs> stinging over that too soon, comment too by soon. Gretzky 40 years ago. Way Atlanta, too soon. Atlanta Flames. Uh, not the Atlanta Flames, no. Atlanta Thrashers. Not the Thrashers. Nobody from Atlanta. Nobody from Atlanta yeah. at the all. Ottawa Silver 7. Oh, no. Going way back. No. The not, not New the York set. Americans. No, sir. No. Montreal Maroons. No. Um, do you want to go sure? multiple choice at all? Why you know, Atlanta Flames was actually one of the uh um multiple choice. Why would we want to as were the as were the Flyers? Oh, fuck all the right. Flyers. Well, the wow. other two, I guess. We're down, <laughs> we're down to so, 50 50 on the once we, we get we to have mentioned choice. the Flyers way too much tonight. No more flyer talk. Fuck them. Okay. Fuck, fuck them. They're dead to us. A, the Buffalo Sabres, or B, the Pittsburgh Penguins. Uh, Dallas Stars. No, I just give you A. Los Angeles Kings. I, Ooh, why did I Los Angeles Clippers? Give you the multiple choice. San Jose. If you're going to go off the menu. Winnipeg Jets. Chicago no. Blackhawks. The no. Quebec Nordiques. St. Louis Blues. Los Angeles oh, Kings. Boston. Nick, even... Nick, listen to the podcast tomorrow. You're going to laugh. <laughs> I don't even know how you've named all these teams without naming this team now. Boston Bruins. The Boston Bruins. No. <laughs> the Washington Colossus Capitals. Of Cloud. <laughs> what, I was, what I said before was Washington a, Bullets. The Buffalo Sabres or Florida B, the Panthers. Pittsburgh Penguins. Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, no. Nashville Buffalo Predators. Slugs. What? Wait, what? Buffalo, Buffalo what? Slugs. No. Buffalo Slugs. Buffalo Banana Slugs. Pittsburgh pa- 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 
Pirates. No. Buffalo Bills. Mm. No, not the Buffalo Bills. No. Buffalo Bison. No. How about just Buffalo Bill? No. No. I'd fuck me. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Buffalo Sabres. Yay! Oh, good job. Oh, well done. Taro Tsujimoto is the name of a what? fictitious ice hockey player who was selected by the National Hockey League's Buffalo Sabres as the 183rd overall pick in the 11th round of the 1974 NHL Amateur Draft. What was his name? Taro Tsujimoto. Naga, naga, not going to work here no more. Oh, <laughs> not going to play yeah. hockey in the NHL if you don't exist. <laughs> Why did they draft this guy? It was some form of a protest uh, about the length of the time that the draft took. And I I guess they had the last pick and they were like, fuck this. Like there's anything else to do in fucking Buffalo. Watch, watch them lose Super Bowls. I mean, what else? And now it's time for impressions with Nick. Fucking great. Ladies and gentlemen, the Friends of Bravo podcast. We're going to the fastest two minutes of this type 45 show. It's the 20 questions power play. Rules are simple. Group is two minutes to guess a famous player, coach, front office, or any famous player person associated with one of the four friends and rivals' favorite teams. The group can ask up to 20 questions in rapid fire. Answers will only come in the form of yes or no. The group will have to make a final guess once they've hit 20 questions or the power play has expired. The group is successful. They win for the week and avoid shame for unable to win at a children's game. And away we go. Is this person associated with the New Jersey Devils? Yes. Person associated with the New York Rangers? Yes. Is this person associated with the Islanders? Yes. Oh, now, triple threat. Oh, Thomas, Thomas Buffering, we're going to have extra time. <laughs> Is this player associated with the Pittsburgh Penguins? No. Okay. Wow. Well, Did the pressure's player- off of me. Did this player play in the 2000s? Yes. Is this player a forward? No. Player playing in the 1990s? Yes. So 90s, 2000s. 2000s. Was it Sergei Nemchino? No. He was not a forward. Not a forward. Defenseman. Not a forward? No. Not a defenseman, no. Anton Volchenkov. Oh. No. Player okay, not a tender? forward, not a defenseman? Yes. Okay. Just make it short. Goaltender. Uh, um, John Van Beesburg. No. Mike Dunham? No. Is it Jeff Reese? No. Is it Johan Hedberg? No. Glenn Healy. Kirk McClain. No. No. Is it Corey Schneider? No. Who left? No, it wasn't Billy Smith. No, it wasn't like Tommy Salo or either or any of those fucking. Martin Biron. Nope. That was a good guess. That was a good guess. One left. Fifteen seconds. I can't think of any goalies that played for the two 
Let alone Chase I'll Blackburn. Eh, nope. All right. Last shot. They're cheating, Tom. Oh, I'm not cheating. I don't oh. cheat. <laughs> Anything? Like, stump you guys? Nah. Dan Cloutier. We named a lot of goalies. I was actually uh, I can't believe you guys got so many goalies and didn't get Kevin Weeks. Who played for the Kevin Islanders Weeks. for one season and then two seasons each for the Rangers and Devils. He was in the 1990s? He played in the 90s? In 97 to 2009. I thought he was. How many games did he play in the nineties? How many games did he play? I want to know. All right, he played eleven games in 11 in ninety eight, ninety nine, total in two thousand ninety nine two thousand season. So twenty with Vancouver, thirty six with the Islanders. Huh, Kevin Weeksy. Holy shit! Wow. Why did you pick Kevin Weeks? Kevin was born on April fourth. Today. That, that's today. Good job, today. Nick. Wow. You, buddy. 1975. Wow. Sir. He's older than 40, I am. 48 years old. He's ancient. Not by he's much. The, he's uh, now a, a, a very funny Twitter analyst or actual analyst broadcaster. He's, I don't know what he, he does a little bit of, pot of everything, I think. He keeps telling us to watch out for this big announcement about Giant Stadium. He's the personality. That should be on TNT. Yeah, I, I like to see him on. I think he would great. be so much better than anybody they have in the studio, isn't he? No, or is he just ESPN and TSN? He's just no, he's on NHL Network, right? But he no, but he had he, he, he might fill in too. on ESPN when needed. I don't think I've ever seen him on TNT. No, I, I... we need more weeksy. He's good. Mike uh, Kevin Weeks and Mike Rupp are the two guys that really. Are the I believe the next generation of really good in studio personalities. Just want all former devils. I get it. Yeah, well, would would be nice. PK too. <laughs> all right, let's let's uh let's go to this date in Steve's stomach. Oh, that feels better. This one's brought to you by Coca-Cola Zero Sugar. to the year of our lord 2017 please go to october 12 late in the year the 12th of october october 12th 2017 was a thursday we dined on delicious coca-cola zero 20 ounce and yodels for breakfast a chicken parm slice and every every time you say breakfast it disgusts nick to the point where disgusting. he vomits in his mouth slightly and then shakes his head. <laughs> Why? What do you mean? I'm so glad you pick up on that, that out there. Every time I'm like, oh, oh God. 
Because I, I eat so breakfast, or because I eat that for breakfast? That's not even a. That's that's not a that's not a food. That's oh my god. Sure it is. They sell it at the food store. I mean, look at them. Just carry <laughs> on. Shoveled. Lunch was a slice of chicken parm pizza and a slice of plain pizza with a 20 ounce Coca-Cola Zero. I worked all that off uh, when I spent 30 minutes on the elliptical. (laughs) Dinner. Looking looking at the elliptical or actually going on? No, I was on the elliptical for 30 minutes. Dinner. Now this might be the most un-Steve dinner in the history of dinners. You have lettuce? Eggplant <laughs> rollatini and milk. Eggplant, eggplant rollatini and milk. Yeah, and milk and milk. Did you drink? Sometimes the milk I first? like a nice. Sometimes I like a nice glass of cold. Did milk. you drink were the you, milk first? I are know. you? Were you trying to create an emoji? I mean, just be honest. <laughs> eggplant milk. Well, wow, don't don't say anything the rest of the fucking night, man. That was a home run. Uh, why did you pick Thursday, October 12th in the year 2000? And you even have to ask? I, My God. I do. That's when uh, Tennessee cops arrested a man and a woman oh, after boy. they were caught having sex, not once, but twice. Once in a bar bathroom, and again a few moments later in a nearby porta potty. I, I, don't, I don't know that I've ever. Oh. Wanted it that bad to do it in a porta potty. No. Um, according to a police report, officers from the Clarksville Police Department arrived at. Well, you're gonna love this one. O'Connor's Irish Pub uh, at around 1:20 a.m. and a security card uh, told them of the man inside the women's bathroom. The security guard unlocked the door. According to the report, and police say they found 26-year-old man and a 28-year-old woman uh, who was completely naked and smelled of alcohol inside the restroom. Uh, To the officers, it was obvious when they walked what they walked in on. uh, It was clear the two subjects had been fornicating in the restroom with Skeddy. (laughs) <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, uh, read the report uh, the man was escorted out of the bar while another officer waited outside the restroom door while the woman uh, uh, the woman inside put her clothes back on uh, can I not get to the rest of the story hello read more a few minutes later while she was uh, sitting getting dressed the woman alleged allegedly uh, asked a police officer standing outside the bathroom to come in. She was confused. She did not understand what the big deal was. I, I don't understand what the big deal was either, ma'am. Uh, I explained to her that males are not allowed in the women's restroom for the female patron's safety. Really? Are we going to cause that much of a ruckus in the women's restroom? Hmm. Uh, the officer to help the uh, the woman leave the bar and told her to hail a cab. Uh, but that wasn't the end of this strange night. Police continued to watch the duo, who officers said continued to stumble through the parking lot 
Uh, the cops said they wanted to make sure the pair didn't try to drive home drunk. Oh, what a what a nice set of cops there. Um, they didn't get behind the wheel. Instead, the two allegedly uh, entered a nearby porta potty with the goal of getting it on for the second time that night. So the officers headed over to the portable bathrooms and knocked on the door. I mean, they're in in a closed room. Is is a porty potty a public place? Yeah, porta potty. It's a public place. I mean, you can go in there and lock the door so you can have yourself some privacy. Sure, normal people go in there to use that thing to actually go to the bathroom. It's These people went in there and, you know, had the, had the sex. It's a public bathroom, so that would make it a public place. Ah, I, I, I think there's a loophole in here that they need to, uh, they need to look into. Um, after several knocks, the police uh, said the couple opened the, the porta potty door. Their clothing was reportedly disheveled. And again, police knew what they had walked in. They didn't actually walk in on anything. Uh, it was clear they were attempting to fornicate again. Um, they were both arrested and charged with public, public intoxication and indecent exposure. Tom's a creep. Tom is a weirdo. Where does he come up with this shit? It's so disgusting. Again, they're locked in the bathroom naked. I don't understand how this is indecent exposure. Nobody, they, they wouldn't have opened the door if the cops didn't knock on the friggin' door. They, they knocked on the door and they said, hey, in there, are you having sex? Or are you lifting weights? Well, obviously they were lifting weights. No, those are dumbbells. <laughs> there are no, no dumbbells, dumbbells in here. Those are just my balls. <laughs> just my balls. Uh, fun times in Tennessee for sure. Wow. I just... Uh, I, I still don't think they, they did anything wrong the second I'm time. I'm with the you. First though, time, I don't yes. Think, I don't think I've ever been that ready to go that a porta potty would be the on, place. The, on the list. Yeah. I mean, find the woods or something like that. Yeah. I, mm. yeah. What, what happened to Bill? He was so disgusted. What were you so disgusted by that story? That was gross. <laughs> what did, All gross. I was hoping you had to go to the bathroom and you left your mic on like fucking Leslie Nielsen in the naked gun. That would have been <laughs> a little just, more, I'm a little more oh, discreet than that. That would have been hilarious. <laughs> ah. Anything else happened this week? The Yankees win, they fucking lose. Uh, they were getting their ass in the tomb last I checked. God damn it. God Frozen damn it four indeed. this weekend coming up. Yeah. yeah. Yes, it is. I didn't I didn't get tickets, and I'm not going to get tickets. You're Boo. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Let me ask you guys a question, and I know, Uh-oh. you know, we're not a basketball podcast, and we're not all big basketball fans. Why would they start the national championship game at almost 9.30 at night last night. The national championship game was last night? See that? We're not yeah, there it was, it was. It was funny because, so in our family league, our family bracket, Tara won because she chose UConn. Everybody else got crushed like everyone else in the country because yeah. of all the upsets. Um, but Tara was the only one to pick UConn to win the whole thing. 
we had one person who chose UConn in the final four outside of Tara. So Tara had it. They had to. She needed. They had to win. At least get into the, the championship game. Sherry locked up, but she was like looking at it. And she's like, "Hey, do you know the game's on?" And I'm like, "Oh yeah, I heard it was late." And we we're going to bed at like ten thirty, and she's like, "It's halftime." I'm like, "Yeah, fuck that." Ridiculous. <laughs> Ridiculous. Oh, yeah. how is it halftime? And then, you know, you know, this is like it's a college game, so it's twenty minutes halves. Right. That that means like it must have been an hour and a half of of. That stoppage and, and ads. I mean, yeah. what time do they start the game? Is it 9.30 actual Nine, time? No, I think tip-off was officially 9.24 last yeah, year. Yeah, there you go. So, really? like, it, it took – yeah, it's, like, insane. Like, fuck that. I mean, that's then, later than – NBA games are pretty much over by then. Yeah, yeah, that's later than Monday Night Football. Monday Night Football used to start at 9 a.m. Remember uh, 9 p.m., remember Nine. that? Yeah. Oh, geez, and then they bumped that up by a half hour at least. But – yeah, it's just no need. No, and the the women's game, the women's championship game, uh, had like something like nine something million people watch because it was yeah. not at fucking nine thirty at night, right? And it was like when a was prime time spot. Uh, was it sun- Sunday? Was that Sunday? Sunday, Sunday, right? Yeah. yeah, normal time, and it was a huge game. You know, it was a good. Was, it was a very good game. game. It was a very good game. game. You know, it was a lot, a lot of. A lot, lot of uh chatter after the after the fact yeah. with, um was LSU. LSU yeah. LSU's player uh uh you know uh giving shit back to uh you know the player from Iowa who uh you know I guess you know did the same thing to some other team another team you know a couple of games before that was I think it was to fight in the in the Elite mm-hmm. Eight. Right. But the only difference being that you know she kinda like did at the end of the game and like for ten seconds was like hunting her down, you know. And ESPN's been blowing it up, and everyone's talking about it, and you know, blah blah blah. And I'm like, it's all good, man. What a smart. Right, it's competition, move. right? Absolutely. Off, you know, I think the only, only problem I had with it was like, was like, hey, it's at the end of the game. Like, it's cool to do, but like, she was like, a little nah. too long, eh, a little too long. But it didn't matter because no, no press is bad press. Like, you just right. blew up the entire. Like, and nobody gives a shit normally about um, women's college basketball, except oh. my dad. My dad loves nine nine million basketball. people. But yeah, no, not yeah, and it was, and honestly, that was that was amazing. That that's like the best thing they could have done for that yeah. entire thing. And you know, but what happened in the men's game? Ah, whatever. UConn won. Nobody gave and, a it, shit and it was a blowout. And it was a blowout because the yeah. other team just was outmatched. Are you guys yeah. still talking about basketball? Sorry. Yep. That's gonna do it for this week. Um, <laughs> well, again, it 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 takes you back to last Wednesday talking about schedule makers for you know a sport that we actually do a Tomcast for. Um, the Islander, yeah. <laughs> the Islander uh, Caps game started at seven thirty at TNT. This was a double header. The second game was Colorado Minnesota, and they wanted to start that game at ten o'clock Eastern time. That would have made it eight o'clock Colorado time. New York Islanders caps game eventually goes to what a shootout and the Minnesota Colorado game doesn't start until about eight 30 local time, 10 30 East coast time. How do you even schedule? Why? First off, why are you holding up this game? All right. Join it in progress. You don't have to watch, you know, the first, you know, six minutes of the hockey game, especially a, a game that's going to a shootout because that's probably more exciting than 
than the first six, seven minutes of the, of the late game. And secondly, for Colorado to continue to play eight o'clock games, I don't know. It, it's a little rough. The game should be seven o'clock and they I, like, I, I get it that they're, they're worried about the times of these games. If they're so worried about these start times for these games have more staggered starts because this past week there was how many games on shit. I forgot what day it was, but every single game every started game. at seven o'clock. Give us some staggered starts with seven, seven thirty games, even eight and eight thirty games. That would be freaking wonderful. So we can watch multiple teams and not just the games that we give a shit about. So or bitch and moan about actually, that. it'll be really interesting if they did something like stagger in like 20, 30 minutes, and then you have you win a game when a certain set of games is, is like two, three games are all intermission. The other games are starting. Yeah. Yeah, but that, office, that's exactly what you're going to get with seven, seven thirty games. You're going to get, you know, it, say for instance, Rangers start at seven and the Islanders start at seven thirty. While the Rangers are in the mission, I could flip over to the Islanders. Not that I would, but <laughs> but I could, I could flip over to the Islanders. Yeah, just saying. That's how they do it in the playoffs. Yeah, because they, I guess they want. Well, not really, not really. In the first round, they do because you got to have multiple games going on in the on the same day. No, I get that, but I, I thought there was a lot of games that started at the same time last year. But I, I would, I would, we all would prefer staggered starts for sure. Yes, hundred percent. That's going to do it for this week. You going to take that? You going to take that? Top? Follow Seems us. Just trying to rush you off the air. Well, no, I wanted to talk about the fucking <laughs> Bob Shepard, the time traveler, some more. <laughs> All right, that's going to do it for us. Uh, don't forget to follow us on the Twitter at friends underscore arrivals. Uh, leave us a review on Popple, Apple Podcasts. We will read it on here. Uh, if you want us to turn on notifications for the Friends Arrivals podcast so you never miss an episode, Billy. God damn it, say something, Woody. I'm sorry to air our dirty laundry for all of our listeners like this, but I feel like the romance is gone. None of you guys asked me to the porta potty anymore. Uh, you want to? You want to go to the porta potty? He's got. He's gonna show. Not if you feel obligated you. to do it just because I said something. No, I, I, know. I would never feel obligated. It's after nine o'clock. We could talk about this. <laughs> Billy, Billy, he just, he just wants to show you his Tomcast. Oh yeah. It, it's apparently a long Tomcast. It's never a tight 45. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fine. Sing us out. Oh, my friends and rivals. Flyers fuck, flyers fuck. Flyers fuck off. Flyers fuck, flyers fuck. Flyers fuck off. All right, man. I go see somebody that a uh, porta potty. <laughs>